today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. This is the Bill Kelly Show, 980 CFPL in London, 900 CHML in Hamilton. Pleased to welcome back to the program, after a, a very busy couple of days at Queen's Park, uh, the Premier of the Province of Ontario, Doug Ford, joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show. Mr. Premier, thank you so much for the time. Great to talk with you again. Well, it's great to be on with you again, Bill. I know, I know we want to talk about your announcements yesterday in the lockdown, and I'm going to get there in just a couple of seconds. But uh, uh, first and foremost, uh, this was a big day in Hamilton yesterday uh, when your transportation minister, Caroline Mulrooney, joined us uh, by Zoom, of course. Uh, and i got to give credit where it's due, Mr. Premier. You had said some time ago that if Hamilton wants an LRT, we're going to find a way to make it happen. Uh, and it looks like you've taken a giant leap with that yesterday. We, we did, and, you know, so I, I give all, all the credit to uh, Caroline, her team, uh, along with the, the, the federal government came to the, the uh, you know, to the table, and uh, Mayor Eisenberg as, as well, so, uh, you know, we're, we're going to keep going. Yeah, interesting to listen to, to Minister Mulroney yesterday, though, and, and her comments are also echoed by uh, Catherine McKenna, who's the Federal Infrastructure Minister, who was in on this as well. That was the way, where the partnership, as you mentioned, just went. Uh, but they, they were sending, a, I thought, a pretty strong message. Uh, and they said, uh, both Minister Mulroney and Minister McKenna said, this money is for light rail transit only, period, end of sentence, which I think is sending a message. I mean, you and I have talked in the past about some of the obfuscation from City Council. Well, what can we do this with it, or can we do this, or can we do bus uh they're saying you know the debates over the discussions over here's the money uh is is that essentially the message you want to send to council here as they go forward yeah we you know we, we worked hard on, on this and right from the day i got elected i, I said well, there's a billion dollars on on the table we bumped up uh, that to a billion seven the uh mayor eisenberger ran on this uh he was elected and he has to work with the city council and we've, we've put together a package of $3.4 billion and, uh, ho- hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll pass us and we'll cross that bridge, uh, when we get to it. If they don't, don't pass it. They voted on it, uh, as you know, Bill, a few times and, mm-hmm. uh, they've always wanted to, to move forward with us, uh, out to Eastgate Mall and, uh, or Eastgate and Centennial, uh, from McMaster. So, um, we're, we're doing what uh, the, the mayor wanted and what the council voted for. I know there's uh, a few people uh, on council that don't want it, but that's going to be uh, their choice to work this out. Exactly. Okay, let's move on to uh, to yesterday. Uh, as uh, anticipated, uh, when you extended the uh, the, the emergency measures, uh, we, we kind of figured that there was going to be an extension of the lockdown as well, and you did announce that yesterday. Uh, I know you've been busy this morning, Mr. Premier, but uh, earlier this hour, I talked to Dr. Peter Uni, of course, from the uh, Ontario Science Table, the, uh, the committee that you appointed, uh, and he's basically giving you a thumbs up. He says, this is the way we should be proceeding right now. Talk to us about how you made this decision. Well, li- listening to uh, the, the chief medical officer, the local medical officer, uh, along along with uh, you know the, the science table, and we, we just uh, what I'm what I'm saying. There's no one, no one wants to open this economy up more than I do. Open up out, uh, outdoor activities uh, more than I do. But uh, we, I'm just asking people, just hang in there, hang in there for a few more weeks. That gives us a little more runway to get another million and a half people uh, vaccinated. And I, I just. I don't want to ruin uh, the summer, the July and August, if we open everything up. And I understand uh, I got a lot of pals calling me about the golf, and and you open up golf, you're open up all the team sports. Then you're going to start opening up the restaurants and so on and so forth. I'm just asking people hang in there. Uh, you know, last last time we opened up, uh, and the numbers shot up. And if the numbers shoot up again, uh, man, there goes our summer. So 
So I'm, I'm just asking people to to hang in there uh, till the, the beginning of June, and then we're going to start opening up. Uh, we're going to do it gradually and safely, and uh, just uh, hope to God uh, uh, no more uh, variants are coming into our country. Dr. Williams kind of hinted at that yesterday, didn't he, Premier, with his comments, uh, suggesting that, that maybe they were a little too hasty to, to lift some of the restrictions uh, during that second wave, uh, and, and we got caught in it and saw this wave. And that's not pointing any fingers of culpability here. It's just that, you know, you learn hopefully from, from what's happened in a situation like this. And uh, it's, it's obviously a very concerning situation because of these variants and the new cases. Uh, are you confident that, uh, that within the next couple of weeks and by June 2nd, uh, we're going to see some steady progress? I know you mentioned that the numbers are looking a lot better now than they did even three weeks ago uh but that's a pretty steep curve we're going to have to attain to to get to where dr williams would like us to be yeah i wouldn't say i'm confident i'm optimistic uh we we see the the numbers gradually slowly going in the right direction and uh, there's so many different factors be it the positivity rate or or the icu capacity is probably the single largest uh issue making sure we have the capacity within our hospitals uh, to, to handle any of the uh, uh, patients coming in, uh, but I, I'm I'm very confident. I I, I want to open up and and get people back to semi-normal and and have a great July, a great August, and in a good June. We're we're going to be vaccinating uh, kids from 12 to 17 years of age. We're going to get everyone done in a month, and I, I just want to thank the the people uh, in, in Hamilton for all their great work, the people at the vaccination centers, mobile units. Yeah, I, I sat back the other day and I, uh, you know, I thought 140,000 needles into people's arms, sometimes 133,000. But I, I, I thought, man, these, these guys are heroes. Uh, just imagine doing 140,000 needles in arms in 12 hours across the province. Uh, those are just staggering numbers. And we're, we're going to continue uh, doing that. And I'm, I'm you know, we're, we're going to have a, a two-shot summer instead of a one-shot summer. Are you, are you conf- confident about the supply chain? I know there have been a lot of problems uh, ever since December, really, when this whole thing started. Uh, and there was some concern about AstraZeneca. And, and now, obviously, that seems to be off the table. But it looks like Moderna and Pfizer uh, have stepped up. And, and we're hoping uh, that those uh, numbers that they talked about, about delivery, are going to come through. Are, are you pretty confident that, that we're going to have the product that we need? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm confident that we, we will, uh, at least for the forecast that we see a month out. We see a larger volume of uh, Pfizer coming in. That's kind of predominant, uh, the Pfizer, and more Moderna are coming in. Uh, I, I'm always concerned about the, the supply. Uh, but what I'm even more concerned about, Bill, is the variants coming across our, our borders from around the world. 90% of every case in Ontario is related to a variant. And these are deadly variants from Brazil and and the UK and, and India, South African uh, variant. Uh, that that's what I'm concerned about. We have it seems like we have two sets of rules: one for the land borders, that Buffalo is the second largest airport in Ontario now, and uh, thousands of people are, are walking across to avoid the quarantine. And and at Pearson, uh, we we had to step in there and started do testing, uh, but. Since in the last few months, since January, we've seen 3,200 people come across uh, uh, through Pearson uh, with COVID. That, that, that is a problem. That's a massive, massive problem uh, right now. And I'm, I'm just asking the federal government to uh, tighten up the, the borders, uh, even, even for a short period of time. Uh, then let's get this under control. 
we can't uh, have a big leak in the roof. Water's pouring in as we're on the other side putting needles into arms. So we, we, we definitely uh, need those borders tightened up. Well, I know you've seen the report from the World Health Organization uh, from earlier this week, too, that suggested that, you know, they got to rethink their rules, too, and the protocol that they put in place. And a lot of countries, including Canada, they said really kind of dropped the ball and, and just underestimated that. So uh, hopefully we've learned from that. Uh, Premier, Mayor, I know how busy you are. Uh, thank you sp- for spending a few minutes with us. Uh, lots more to come on this, I guess, in the days and weeks ahead, and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Yeah, th- thanks so much, Bill, and I can't wait to get up in, in person and sit down with you and do an interview in person, I, and I, I believe we can do that in the summer. I just want to thank the people of Hamilton. Everyone's doing a great job. Hang in there. We're going to get through this. Thanks again, Premier. Take okay. care and stay well. Okay, you as well. Thank you. Ontario Premier Doug Ford joining us here on The Bill Kelly Show. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.